Welcome, 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 everyone. Yes, indeed. Must be a good evening. It's not that good. <laughs> I know, right? Welcome, everyone, to talk it up on the He Says, She Said, <laughs> They Said podcast. Yes. Your girl and Mr. E. How's it going, Mr. E? Oh, it's going well this evening. How about with you? How was class? We're not talking about class. Okay, all right then. We're going to bypass by that. Okay. Then. No, we're going to go there. No. We're going to do a brief rundown of my class. Today consists of a homework assignment, which was just one question. Just okay. one question. Did you get it right? Uh, I did get it right, surprisingly. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. hey. I didn't know it was right, but... Clap, 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 clap. I know, like, pat myself on the back. Anyway, it has a guy in the class. He's African. Dude is super smart, but extremely arrogant. Most of them are. Like, ew. But anyway, I can't stand arrogant men. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, not that type of arrogant. I can't stand that type of arrogant. But anyway, he was like, we had no, we had homework? And the professor, yes, we sure did. You did not come to class. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she was like, I told you to exchange numbers with a student. Or you could have emailed your professor. And I would have shot you back an email and let you know what was what. And he was like, okay, what the homework was on? So he's trying to figure out what the homework is on. The girl beside him telling him what the homework is She's like, okay, turn the homework in right now. <laughs> the instructor. Yes. He's trying, the whole time he's trying to find out what the homework is, he's getting smart with her being ugly. And I'm like, dude, be quiet. Right. So she was like, y- y'all, get, y'all get 14 points, brother. It's right. No, she said, I told y'all Blah, 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 blah. See, she gets mad when you get to talking, you know, and being shady with her, whatever. Right. And she was like, I've, I've set my class up to help you. She said, I went in and I edited all your homework to 10 questions. I did your quizzes, but you could keep coming back and retrying and keep trying until you're satisfied with your grade. She said, your first teacher made test was from your book, and it was easy. And it was easy, although I didn't do good on it. It was easy. So I wasn't mad with her. I was mad with myself because I always overthink things when I'm taking tests. I'm bad at test taking. Um, but she kept on shooting. And then she, that's when she said, oh, Miss Anita just racking up our tax points or whatever, whatever. So he implied that the reason I have so many points is because she likes me kind of like I'm a ass kisser. You ain't earning it. You just right. like you and. Okay. Right. And before you know it. Oh, goodness. I said, excuse me? And <laughs> the two kids, like a younger guy in front of me and a younger guy behind me, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. The real, the real black woman showed up. <laughs> I got small with him, and I was like, you know, I know how to cook, and, you know, stirring my beans, stay out my beans, blah, blah, blah. I kind of got ugly. And he was like, what? And then he said, <laughs> stay out her business and learn how to cook. <laughs> Add some seasoning to your recipe. <laughs> like it was funny. You had to be in the class here, but I'm sitting there thinking, like, why you do this every time you come to class? Then you know what happens? We end up having to do checkpoints. Then we end up having to do practice sets. Then we end up having to come to the board, and you know I like getting up in front of people. Then we had to come up in front of the board and do work a problem and then show how we did the problem. I'm sitting there thinking like. Do you ever be quiet? Wow. Like, shut up. 
Then, now mind you, the homework is due a certain date, right? Right. But she give us uh, she gives us a good amount of time to do the homework. Sometimes you got a lot going on, you you may tend to forget. Like I have slipped up last minute, but I I was putting it in. I was, you know, doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. And he's like, something wrong with my computer. It's not working. And then she's like, what kind of computer you got a Mac? And he's like, yes. And then I said, okay, like Anita said in the beginning of the school semester discussion, if you have a Mac computer, you have to open it through Google Chrome or Fox because it's not going to open. It's not compatible. For whatever reason, it will not open, you know, your math lab. And he started laughing. And Dr. Jack, that's she started laughing. Because I think she like when somebody gets smart with the guy because he's so bigoty. Right. And he but he try to be slick like I'm really not getting smart or I'm really not being I'm really not being slick by the mouth, but I'm being slick by the mouth. Like yeah. you stupid. Like you were born yesterday. Right. Nobody wasn't born yesterday. But probably him. But he's smart and it's just aggravating because I don't it just make me sick. For one, you smarter than me. And for two, like you aggravating. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, we have some random talk. We're not going to keep going on and on about people that gets on my nerve because guess what? That list can go on and on for days. Yes. We're going to talk about Mr. Pac-Man. <laughs> That's all over TMZ that got in a fight with someone at the airport. Yes, indeed. Now, needless to say, he was not the instigator. He actually tried to be the bigger man and walked away. And I'm going to say this. Because we're going to talk about it. I think if it had not been for his girlfriend <laughs> or wife or whatever she is uh. to him, I think it would have went extremely bad for sure for that guy. Because at, we're going to get into that. Because I'm not going to get into it because the baby. She and her had to watch it four times. I was sitting in my <laughs> at school trying to watch it again. He grabbed wow. that dude's shirt. And I'm sitting there thinking, once he grabbed that shirt, dude, it's over. Right. It's over. Right, he was trying to run out the way. <laughs> and then did you see how he overran the dude and yeah. almost fell? Yeah. You saw he, him do yeah. that football play where he grabbed exactly. and got back up and he right. was ready and he hit him and then he got up. Oh my God, we're going to get back to that. But anyway, hot topic. Do you know Janet Mock? Who? Oh my God. She is um She's like a uh, one of the crew of the LGBTQIA talent. Uh, Never mind. You don't know who it is. But anyway, she, if you're not watching Pose, do you watch Pose? I don't know. No, I don't you're know what not. that is. No. Mm-hmm. See, you're not, a, you're not good today. Like, you're supposed to be into this stuff. Like, you're supposed to be like, yeah, uh-huh, you're right, yeah. Uh huh. You said yeah, LBT, LBG, all the initials, and I wouldn't have watched it. All right. I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, the show is out. And if if you're watching it, pose yet. A lot of people, such as yourself, is missing out on one of the most groundbreaking moments in television. There's the largest cast and crew of the LGBTQIA talent, especially trans women of color, both on screen and behind the cameras. Uh, 
and they have been assembled to revisit the ballroom scene of the late 1980s, which unfortunately gained notoriety and tangible with the HIV AIDS crisis. Like, I think I'm not going to go into any more details. I want you for, even if you just Google it and get an idea of what I'm talking about, Mr. E and all of our listeners on there, go listen to it, watch it, YouTube it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not in the mode to discriminate against people anymore. You know what I mean? Because people discriminate against me just because I'm beautiful. People discriminate against me just because my melon is, like, amazing. You know what I'm saying? People discriminate against me because I will not be ignorant to them. And I just feel like there's already enough hate in the world called Ernst Trump. So I don't need to jump on that bandwagon and be hateful towards people. Like, I think it's time. I know there are people that have their views and they don't believe in transgender and they don't believe that, you know, if you have your this procedure, all of a sudden you're a woman, but you was born a man. Cause some people don't believe it. Even if you cut your peck off and it becomes a vagina, you know, they don't believe that you're a woman. They believe that you're still a man. You have a right to your opinions. Now, what? the thing that, the thing that I don't like is when transgender, whomever gets mad at, at other people because they don't agree with their views. You know what I mean? It's like, I can respect you as an individual, as a human, as a person, but I don't have to agree with those views and the way you go about doing things. Like if that doesn't set right with me spiritually or whatever, I don't have to be a part of it. And I think that's where a lot of people get so frustrated when it comes to transgender. And then you have people that judges people because they're transgender. I don't know what it feels like to be in my body and feel like I'm really not a woman, I'm a man. I don't even want to imagine what that feels like because I would definitely would not want to be a man. No men don't wash their hands, which I think I would be like a very obsessively clean man. I'm just saying. But I don't want to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Even if I was gay, I still would not want to be a man. I would not dress up and look like a man. I would be the most feminine-ass gay woman that there is walking around the planet and then what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you could be whoever you're going to be in the skin that you are in, and I don't think you have to, like, pretend that you're a dude. You know what I'm saying? To get the respect that you're looking for. But if that works for you, I'm not knocking you. That's I'm not knocking you at all. You do what makes you happy. But I think that's the problem with society and, and other people is that nobody respects one another. And they automatically feel like if this is my belief, this is me, that people automatically have to jump on the bandwagon and support that lifestyle. Well, you know, a lot of people don't. And that's right. just what it is. I don't think right. if you don't support it, you should disrespect people. But again, that's just my take on what do you think about transgender in this mocked up society? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just... I just think that, I mean, it's their, it's their choice to do whatever they want with their body. That's what their belief is. And that's what they, you know, that they can do. That ain't my belief. And, and, and so I, you know, I don't, I guess, so to speak, support it or whatever. Right. I guess for lack of a better word. I, I mean, I wouldn't say support. It's just, right. I don't, that's, I don't, that's not my lifestyle. Or, I think, and I don't agree with it. You know but, what I'm saying? I mean, do you have, you do you have you like gay people in your family for as you know? For my knowledge? Yeah, like do you have lesbians or gay men or bisexuals for as you know in your family? For what I know? Yeah. I don't 
No, no, not that I know. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Not at all. Come to think of it. Well, I do. I got a few of them. <laughs> but they are amazing people. You know what I mean? And they don't force it in my face. They know where I, how I feel and where I stand it on it. And I'm going to say this. I was very ugly with some compared to others. But I was ugly because I felt like I should not have heard it from outside sources. I felt like they should have been the one to indulge that information. And I felt like I should have been one of the first people, if not the first, one of the first that you, you know, shared that information with. And right. for that, I felt like a fool. I felt stupid. And right. that hurted me. So I kind of like, like, leave me alone. Like, I don't want no part of it. Like, don't talk to me. Don't, I don't want it around me. When I have gay cousin I went out with, they've stayed with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really are amazing people. So, I mean, I have gay in-laws. So, I mean. You have gay in-laws? Yeah, I had gay in-laws. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and okay. matter of fact, my ex-wife now is. It ain't no now. She always been like that. <laughs> ain't no now. You don't just turn gay. You been that way. Yeah, yeah. From what my knowledge is, yeah, she's been like that for a few years. I, I even when we was married, but but wow. I didn't know. That's so, crazy. Right. Well, I mean, I'm not mocking you. Whatever works for you works for you. But exactly, you got a whole family. You know what I mean? So right. like, mm, I don't know. Anyway. To the transgender in the movie world, congrats, love it, all that good stuff. Make your money, make your mark, make your name. Because I'm going to say this. Them transgender, them marks look better than me. Oh, man, you can go down to the French quarters. You used to, before they was called transgenders or whatever. Uh-huh. And you go down that French quarter, and then you look at some of them women that they dress. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, you, you, girl, you better. Like they, be, they, be, they, put, they have put in some work. Oh, yeah. You better work. You better be careful. For themselves. Like... And you know what? For the, I ain't never mad at you, baby. Never mad at you. So you do you and keep looking fierce and congrats and all that good stuff. And, and just the fact that y'all are people of color that's succeeding. Yeah, it's going to get your money, make your mark, blow up, all that good stuff. We're moving on. I don't know if you heard about the. Haiti, where the U.S. Embassy in Haiti warned American citizens, uh, volunteers and missionaries in Haiti to stay in place and for them to stay put and hunker down after some angry demonstrators attempted to get past a barricade and the security guards at the um, Party Prince Hotel. Uh Oh my God. There were literally like smoke everywhere they had children there like for them to be able to do what transpired I just I don't know what's going on across this country Uh like I don't know they canceled all the flights to Haiti you know unrest in the county Related to rising fuel prices, corruption, um, it's like a widespread of poverty. Like they were comparing them, like the side by side, side by side story to the story of the American Revolution, when they were saying like ain't got shit on the history of Haiti. 
well, for black people. They were saying that Haiti represented the most beautiful story of strength and resistance and freedom that they that has ever been told. Right. And they were also saying that the story of the people who thrust off the chains of um, bondage and took their liberty from the hands of their oppressors. And but it, and it was just saying that about all the tragedies that went on, and there were some who named they said that did not deserve to be mentioned, and that referred to it as shithole country. <laughs> but when they were discussing anything having to do with the country of Haiti, they were saying that you should never forget that every bit of struggle in Haiti is related to the legacy of slavery, capitalism, and American hypocrisy. And they were saying that the unrest envelope of Haley, once again, once again, and it is important for us to remember that Haiti suffered from a worldwide collusion between America and European countries with the intent on making the tropical paradise suffer. And I'm talking about Haiti, the people in Haiti. For people to blame Haiti's problems on white people is it's like a hair brain hypothesis, you know. It is an unbelievable trenches fact that is often sounds like almost like a cocky conspiracy theory, if you ask me. You know, mm-hmm. yes, Haiti is poor. Yes, there is a widespread government corruption in the country, but there's also the other unignorable fact that white people did this. In fourteen 14- 92, I think that's what, yeah, that's 1492. When, that's when Columbus co- sailed the blue ocean, <laughs> never set foot on North America. So now there is some debate about where he first landed in the Caribbean, partly because he was like a tribe navigator or whatever. That's what they're saying. <laughs> right. You know, but we know he arrived on the island of uh, Hispano on December the 5th. 1492. Now, in the pest of that land, the new world epidemics, what they call like this global whatever, whatever, there was around like 500,000 to 1 million people that Columbus, when Columbus fleet arrived. Columbus took possession of those people island. He started redirecting those natives, those Tano people, food and resources to the Europeans. He started enslaving the natives and killing the population with diseases. And the brutality that that some people still describe as the greatest tragedy in the country of the human species. Now, yeah, 25 years after he set foot on on that place that we call Haiti, that your president called a shithole country, less than 1,400 Tano was alive. So then the Spanish started importing slaves. Mm-hmm. Believing them to be more like sturdy workers. Now, they want to paint this picture like everything that's going on with Haiti is because of just the enslavement. I mean, just the corruption. And they want to blame it on the people of Haiti themselves. But you're not a citizen there. Like, I was talking to a nurse practitioner that's from Africa and stuff like that, and she has people, family that lives in Haiti. Oh, wow. And she was saying that the citizen of this newly free country that people keep talking about, well, this, well, a lot of people in Haiti, they're technically free, blah, blah. They're really not free. She said, but even if they are, they, can, they these people are going to remember the history that 
they went through at the hands of the Europeans. She said they, she was talking about the Spanish and the French. She said they tossed they, they Spanish and their French names for their country. Mm-hmm. And she said they renamed their language to some kind of instinct um, language for the people, Tano people or something like that. Right. And she said since that day, she said a white man has never ruled the place that they now call Haiti. She said all of a sudden now America hate, hate, hates a Haiti. She said white people around the globe hate Haiti. And she said, I'm going to be fair, not all white people think of Haiti as a shithole country. But she said when the revolutionaries destroyed the white colonists, she said they spared them. Gigi went all into a history. Right. Of, of, and I'm sitting there like in awe. She said Haiti is poor because America and France instituted the most racist economic foreign policy that ever existed. That's what she said. She said if it wasn't for America that's benefiting all this money, she said it would not be the way it is. Wow. That's what she said. She said not even two decades after Haiti had gained its independence, she said France was demanding that Haiti compensate for the former uh, French slave owners for the value of all those slaves that they had set free. Yes, they said France and the land of the free, home of the brave, essentially demanded reverse slave reparations. Wow. Sure did. Like she went on and on and on. She was saying that people wanted to argue that the they debt was the reason that Haiti was crippled, and she was saying that the debt people saying that the debt was the reason why Haiti was in poverty, and they were saying like it took 122 years or so to pay, you know, to get out of poverty. Right. She said, and they're still in poverty, and she said that was partly the fault of the European countries who was silent and allowed France to enact the racist policy mm-hmm. like she baby she was telling me stuff I ain't know nothing about and then she said and now they over there people was protesting you know what was going on over there and she was like Haiti is poor she's like let me tell you this she said Haiti is poor because it was forced to pay the equivalent of 21 million dollars billion including billions to the city bank of new york she said but you might not know uh, you know a lot of the history of that bank's involvement with the slave trade and the hades extortion she said or maybe you know the bank by its current name Citibank. she said Citibank played a part in in slavery over in, in haiti and she said despite the repaying she said that's why if she get a credit card and Citibank is representative on it or any affiliation with it, she says she will not use that credit card. Wow. Sure did. Wow. Yep. She said Haiti repaid the independence debt way back in like 1914 or something like that. Right. But she said Haiti still owed billions to other countries and the World Bank because for almost like two centuries of Haiti's income was tied up repaying France and Citibank. She said, but many of them countries 
including the World Bank, canceled Haiti's debt. They said they ain't owed them nothing, but they were still tied in. Like, they still owed them, but you said that they, they didn't owe you. They, she said France president eventually decided to forgive Haiti, non-independent debt or whatever. She right. said, but, she said, the, there are still people who still ask why Haiti can't get over. And she said, that's because the American whites used against the descendants of slaves. And that's why they can't really get over. Oh, she wow. said, the question should be, you should be asking the white people why Haiti can't bounce back. Don't ask the people of Haiti. Ask them why. Mm-hmm. She said, because it's going to always go back to the historical government corruption because she said it was a lot of uh, government corruption. She said they was ignoring the fact that they that it was a lot of poverty. Right. And she said debt was a lot of the reason that Haiti's citizen was, you know, hanging tight to like false promises that, you know, they was going to do for them. And right. She was just going on. And I was like, oh, my God, because we she she brought up about it. And um, she was talking about what happened back in 2015. And she was saying um, America and the world. That's why she said they refused to acknowledge the legacy of slavery because mm-hmm. of the of the greed. She said the empathy of the capitalism. She said they believe that human bondage was something that don't last for centuries. She said even though Haiti remember of you know what all they had done, and she said they try their best to make you know the world forget it when it comes to Haiti. Right. She said white people they try to they try to do that she said but i have family there she said i know what the struggle is she said um she was just going on and on then she she got a little emotional or whatever right. and she was saying that um that's why she was so mad that people was justifying trump calling haiti a shithole she said because america and this country is part of the reason why Haiti is poor and stay poor. I felt bad because, especially when she said uh, she still had family over there. Like, I knew she had family still in Africa, but right. I don't know. I just didn't like that. Mm-mm. It's just crazy. Well, that's that's how they did people of color. That's how they continue to do people of color because they can send money other places, right. but they won't send no money over there. Because they were saying the reason Haiti, the people in Haiti was protesting, everything that they were saying was stupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they were, because people were saying about how many people had got killed in Haiti they were saying several people that was killed from the violence that followed from the, the luxury hotel that was targeted. Mm-hmm. And they was just saying about how the the, um, the airlines was canceling flights and stuff like that. And um, they were, people in the break room was talking about or whatever, whatever. And they were like, I don't even understand what they're angry for. I said they're angry because they keep rising the price up on stuff and these people cannot pay for it. I, and she was like, and they were like, 
Really? They didn't even know what the people was protesting for. <laughs> and it is. That's 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 part of the reason. The government had announced, I think like last week or sometime, that mm-hmm. they were going they were increasing the fuel prices. And they were saying that the measures was like they were saying that it was on behalf of an international monetary fund. Uh-huh. And the they were saying that the price hike, the fuel price hike would um cancel a lot of public pressure. Right. Um she said but people only looking at the oil as part of, of it. She said oil is just the top of the surface. She said it's a lot more mm-hmm. than just oil that these people are protesting for. And um, she was saying about um, the pay and fuel and oil and all this stuff. And she was saying about, um, oh, my gosh, she was telling me so much stuff. Because she was saying, you know, Haiti has, like, the lowest oil prices in Latin America. And she's like with the non-petroleum producing nation, she was like, she was going on and on and on. She was like, their prices, she said, but all of their prices are like 43% higher, which she was just mad about. And she said people was watching soccer as the, their, the prices was going up hmm. on the fuel. Yeah, she was just, she was just talking about a whole bunch of stuff. She was like, I, I'm sorry, but anyway, the point I'm making is they had barricaded the roads and the intersection at the store, uh-huh. and so where the road and the intersection was barricaded, the store and windows in the um the section of it um was so, supposedly had been smashed. They said they didn't they they understood um their right to protest to vindicate, but they did not understand the violence. Um, that's what the police were saying. The police were saying that they were the one that was committing the the, the riot and stuff like right. that. And they were saying that several police cars um, had at least uh, two stations was burned. Like they were setting fires to the to the police stations. Um, Gigi was like, "It's ugly." And she was like, "If it don't get better, she said people are gonna have to leave leave Haiti because they're not gonna they're not gonna have anything. Like they're not they're not even gonna be able to um, live there." Right. And they were saying that the demonstrators and the police was clashing um, because the protesters from the political opposition group was marching, and they were trying to get them to turn back, and people wouldn't turn back. And they wouldn't shut down and all that stuff, and she, it was like it just went went ugly from there. So I don't know. Wow. But I don't know if I don't know if if I could just be calm and collected because I say I've said this on my podcast before. I don't know if I could live back in slavery. I think I would be. I would have been killed. Yeah, I think so. I think I would have been too. Or 
I, I, I just, because I don't see how I could have just, I don't know. I Because I, I always see... be figuring out, I've been always be figuring out a way out, a way I can get out. And, right. And not, maybe not made it. So that's the reason why. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, <sighs> I don't know. And I mean, like I say, we say it now because how our our disposition is and how we made up now. But I don't know. I mean, beating us, beating beating it out of you. But I, right. you know, like I say, if I went over there as a grown person, you know, mm-hmm. like when I went over, oh yeah, I've been right. trying to get. Oh, I've been trying to get away from that. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't have made it. Right. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. But you know, I just wish them the best. I just don't think that if you're if you're bringing violence and tearing up where you live at, it's gonna help you. It's actually gonna put you in a worse state. Yeah, but they they don't live in. The That's just my so opinion. They, so if you're already in poverty, but there are people I know. that live in Haiti that works at that these works hotels. at these hotels exactly. That's what I mean by it. It's like you're not helping your situation. Exactly. I think you need to figure out a different way to reach. But as long as you got, as long as this country has a president like Trump in the house, you can't expect for us to do anything. Yeah, you, you ain't going to do nothing, not, not to help. They ain't going to do what they nah. did yesterday, advisory, advisory to stay out of it. Right. Exactly. But anyway, I you know, I wish him the best and I keep praying for him. And I hope, you know, at some point, um, they can get better. That's all I can say, you know, because I, I I feel like when they push negative, you push positivity and try to stay positive and stay encouraged, but it's easier said than done. Exactly. I'm just saying, but I'll, I'll keep that country in my prayers and all this stuff because I, I, I can't imagine living like that. Right. I can't. Exactly. What do you think about, um, Trump and his immigration policy. I think we touched on it a little bit uh, previously, yeah. but we didn't go too far into it. So, like, what are what are your point? What are what do you think about it? I now here's the thing, and I, I think how he going about it is all wrong, mm-hmm. and, and and that's just my thought. And and because basically, I guess. When we started this country, everybody was coming over. I mean, I, right. I can I can understand. Hey, you want to control who comes or or make sure that they're legitimately coming, right? You know, and I, and right. I get that, but right, but you you're really trying not to even let them in here. Period. Right, and then you're going back looking into these people' life. And seeing if they were fraudulent allowed to stay exactly. here. That's the problem. And it's not just that. You, y- y'all ripped these children from the- Right. You only brought, you only returned 25% of these children. You only did 25% of back to their home. Some didn't even know what it looked like. Right. Some of the children. I can't imagine um, being ripped from me 
and there's all you can say is you come to my country illegal this is what's gonna like dude do you know how stupid you I think I'm just pissed off that people exactly. still support of them that type like of that. person like it's one thing to you jump on a bandwagon because you don't like black people because their melon is amazing and they are amazing thinkers and they are strong and beautiful people and y'all want to be like them that's one thing you know what I mean but we're talking about children you know helpless children that are dependent on grown mm-hmm. adults to fend for them they're not even like who how can you possibly make me understand that that's acceptable right. and that that's okay nothing you do is going to ever make right, me exactly. think that that's okay exactly Mm-mm. have several seats with that and when you finish having your several seats mm-hmm. go have 20 more and then drop, drop your crazy ass off, off the cliff with no light <laughs> in that seat <laughs> I'm just saying. Exactly. I'm just saying. Okay, to the Jush. Yes. Adam Pac-Man Jones was involved in yet another altercation. Just recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just recently. I was on my I was on my way to school when I got the Jush. I'm like, wait, who? And they were like, Pac-Man. I'm like, Pac-Man as in Pac-Man the toy? <laughs> really? Or the oh game. I didn't know, you know, like I didn't know what I didn't know. So I'm like, like you know, the the, the ball player. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, crazy man, because that's what I call crazy him. man. And I said, yeah, the man ain't been yeah. crazy in years. No, but I, that's just how I remember him. About, you know what I'm saying? Not crazy as in, oh my god, let me right, run crazy as in, this is me. I'm doing me. You stay in your lane. I'm staying my lane. Good. You make me right. mad. I'm I'm coming for you. So you you do you and I'm gonna do you. But anyway, I like him though. The boy bad oh, on the yeah, field. Yeah. It was in much of a different capacity than those that we have seen surface previously in his tumultuous NFL career. And this time it looks to have been in a self defense capacity. Oh, yeah, from what I like. Yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals defensive back was seen walking through Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson Airport when an employee, and they identify him as Frank Reagan or Reagan, mm-hmm. um, began shouting at him, and things ultimately escalated into a full out fist fight with Reagan <laughs> <laughs> becoming violent towards Jones. Now, they have a video that's on TMZ. You guys can go to TMZ and watch the video. You're going to watch it a few times because you will, you like, he trying to grab him. He trying to snatch him. You could tell that Pagman was like, you motherfucker, when I grab him, I'm You Stop could running. tell. He was on his tiptoe. So, you know, he's putting that weight on that front toe because, you know, you quicker when you put that weight up. It's, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, in the video that TMZ got circulating. You could see Jones attempting to ignore the insults and threats being, you know, said to him. But once Reagan, whatever his name, got physical, got physical, shit, Jones took zero time in defending <laughs> himself. He put the, the, he put him flat on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Not only his back wasn't on the ground, but his ass was flat. He didn't even know what was going on. He was just sitting there like, can I get up yeah, now? Like you was in a day. Like, <laughs> like if I think if the if the two people hadn't 
because one man jumped in and grabbed right. Jones and pulled him away, and then the guy looked like that he was walking with him. <laughs> the crowd's raking. It's like, come on, let's go. Get up. You got your ass up. Let's just go here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but once um the the um they broke it up, the police came and they came to the scene. They took Reagan into um custody. And then they said that it was shown and it was obvious that he was the instigator. Um, no charges was um or arrest was made on Jones, whom the officer felt acted within his rights. Um Jones had a stint with the Dallas Cowboy before landing with the um Bagels in two thousand Beagles. Why I say bagels? Beagles in 2010. I, look, I said it and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Um, and hasn't been perfect in, in how he's carried himself. But this is one occasion in which I felt, and plenty of other people felt, he did everything that he 